0: Hi, everybody, this is Joel Zarate. Today, in this episode or message, <laughs> I would like to address a question that I have received from some of you. I haven't been able to record this message, so I'm doing this today, and hopefully, it can help you to understand the concept behind this podcast, Vocabulary in Spanish. And the question that I have received from you, or request also that I have received from some of you, is to also have the word in English on the episode. So, I think you mean to have words in Spanish and then the words in English... Like if I say la manzana, apple, la manzana, apple, la casa, house, la casa, house, something like that, maybe. I think that's what some of you were emailing me about. And today I want to tell you the reason why I didn't do that on the episodes. Hopefully, you can get a little bit of perspective on vocabulary learning. So, the reason why I have not done that is because, although you may think that this is helpful to you, it is actually not helpful to you. And I'm going to tell you why. If you ask any expert on second language acquisition, some... Expert that has studied how we learn languages and helps us to understand what we need to do to help you learn a language, learn vocabulary in another language. I feel confident that if you ask the question to an expert, the first thing they'll say is don't learn vocabulary using vocabulary lists where you have the word in Spanish and then the word in English. Most experts that I have read, that I have listened to, discourage us from teaching using vocabulary lists. And the reason why is because the way we develop the subconscious command of the language, the implicit linguistic system that eventually allows us to speak fluently, is developed by learning language in context, when you can also make a direct connection between the word and what it means. For example, the word apple. If you see a picture of an apple, you can immediately connect the word, the sound, and the picture. You can have a mental representation of the word. If you connect the word to another word and then to What it represents, imagine you're creating a stop for you. Imagine that you're learning a lot of words, you're trying to learn a lot of words. You are creating bumps on the road for you when you don't need to do that. English is useful to help you when the word is unclear. If I show you a picture, for example, let's say I'm showing you a picture of tile that you put in the bathroom. When you see the picture and you see the word, you might not be sure what the word represents. And in this case, it's useful to use English so that you can understand the word and what it represents. You can make a better connection. And so, we know from the studies, from the experts on second language acquisition, the experts that study how we learn vocabulary, that you don't want to learn vocabulary as a vocabulary list. And if I do the Spanish, English, Spanish, English, Spanish, English, I'm basically creating a vocabulary list for you. And the podcast is actually not meant to stand on its own. What I mean with that is what I had in mind when I started making these episodes is that the podcast supports the vocabulary pages that I give you on the show notes. The idea is that when you listen to this podcast, the first time, the second time, and maybe the third time that you listen to the episode, you also open the webpage with the pictures and the words and to make sure that you know every single word on that page, at the end of the page you can see the word with its English counterpart. So, you have the vocabulary list on this webpage, but it is not interfering with your ability to be able to connect the word, the sound, directly to the picture, directly to what it represents. This is a stronger way for you to be able to learn the vocabulary in the long term. You probably have had the experience in high school or even at the university where you have a lot of vocabulary and sometimes you have flashcards to memorize this vocabulary and then eventually once you complete your program and a year passes by you realize that you have forgotten all of that vocabulary and that's because at that moment we are relying on the short-term memory. And my goal is not to help you with the short-term memory. My goal is to help you to be able to have a stronger representation in your mind. And as I said earlier, the research, the studies suggest that we are able to develop the subconscious command of vocabulary in a communicative context. So, the vocabulary is helping you to make these connections between the word and what they represent. And on my other podcasts, like Help Me Learn Spanish Joel and the podcast for beginners, I am also trying to use the vocabulary so that you can also have context where you can hear the vocabulary as part of, of communicating. So, that is the reason why I haven't done that. In fact, my own professor when I was in graduate school, my professor Kelly Arispe bilinski is now a professor at Boise State University in Idaho, I believe it's in Idaho or Utah, I don't remember if it's in Idaho or Utah, but she's at Boise State University. And when my professor was completing her PhD dissertation at the University of California at Davis, she conducted her dissertation Studying this connection between vocabulary images and the English translation. And what she found was that the connection between the picture, the direct connection between the word, the direct connection between the word and the picture is what helps you to eventually be able to create the mental representation of words. Now, if you are a language teacher, if you are curious about all this information from the studies from the experts I would suggest three books that you can read actually two books and one article the first book is one of the most comprehensive reviews on vocabulary it is called How Vocabulary is Learned and that is by Professor Stuart Webb and Professor Paul Nation Professor Paul Nation is considered one of the top experts on vocabulary learning in second language acquisition and this is the most comprehensive book that you can find on strategies and what we know about vocabulary learning and I must warn you a little bit it's a little bit dense because it because it has a lot of jargon and it's about I think it's about 500 pages it's it's a it's a it, it's a a reading that will take you time to complete. But it's 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 a it's a great book. It covers everything that you want to know about vocabulary. There is a shorter book that you can also read that is called Vocabulary in Language Teaching. And that is by Professor Joe Barcroft. Professor Barcroft at the University of Washington at St. Louis Missouri I believe. Professor Barcroft is also considered a top expert in vocabulary learning, and in this book he talks about learning vocabulary, creating context to learn vocabulary, and this is a great book that can inform your knowledge about how it is that we can teach vocabulary and we can also help students develop a better command of vocabulary in the long term so that they can actually speak and be able to use that vocabulary and the last resource that I would also suggest that I will also encourage you to read is also by Professor Joe Barcroft this is a, an article that he wrote talking about the process of acquiring vocabulary it's called second language vocabulary acquisition a lexical input processing approach in this Article. He also talks about subtleties of learning vocabulary and you can get perspective on how it is that we learn vocabulary. But in the end, what I wanted to share with all of you is that if I were to give you that, if I were to give you the English and the Spanish in the audio, instead of helping you, I will be delaying your progress. I will be creating A stop a bump for you to be able to learn vocabulary so as you listen to the episodes my suggestion for you is to open the supplemental webpage as I mentioned before the concept of this podcast is actually that the podcast helps the vocabulary webpage where you can see the pictures where you can see also at the end of the pictures with the vocabulary. You can also see the words with their definitions in English, and that's how you can double-check that. Oh, okay, I'm understanding. I know, okay, I, I know what the word represents. But you don't want to create this extra link as if you're learning la manzana. Then you have to connect it with apple, the word apple, and then you have to connect it with what it actually represents with the image. You are creating a bump. We are creating a bump. And that's why experts in second language acquisitions, professors that study how we learn a language, would tell you, I am am very certain of that, don't learn vocabulary by just memorizing vocabulary lists or making flashcards. You want to learn vocabulary in context. And also, to begin with, you can learn vocabulary by having the word next to the picture that it represents and listen to how those words are pronounced. So that's why I am, I am doing it this way. And that's what I wanted to share with all of you. Again, my suggestion, open the supplemental webpage, listen to the vocabulary two, three times, with the pictures, with the webpage that comes with that episode and the fourth, fifth time that you listen to the vocabulary, you'll notice how you'll start thinking, picturing what the word represents instead of having to translate and then having to connect it to the word. All right, I hope this helps. Thanks to everyone who has emailed me thank you to all of those who have emailed me to just say that the podcast has been helpful and that it has helped you to transition to my other podcast and that and that you are enjoying using the materials that I create I I enjoy creating all of these materials to help you learn Spanish and I wanted to share this with you today to answer this question that I've had a couple of times. Thank you so much and I'll see you on the next episode. Hasta pronto!